0: Howdy, and welcome to The Lunch Table, a podcast where a biologist, an astrophysicist, and a man just trying to keep up with the conversation get together to share local news stories and other crazy things that just tickle our fancy. Tonight around the table, we have the narrator himself, the master without any hair, (laughs) Matt my surgery was a success. Coulson! I can finally be free to be myself. That's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, the man in the sky, the, the whisper in our ear, the tingle in our mingle. True, I may be a big man, but I don't wear small coats. Watsonizer.
1: Is this this where I whisper? Is it this right now? Yeah, you
0: can just whisper in my ear, little baby. (laughs) And as always, your host, the man with the biggest mouth on the show, the guy spitting the most BS, Carl. Well, and tobacco, yeah. (laughs) Carl! Is that really three inches? Jones! All right, let's get to the podcast.
2: Tonight on the lunch menu, the presidential family has some very bad dogs. This zookeeper took spanking the monkey to new extremes. New theories about the location of the tomb of Alexander the Great. This house representative has finally had enough top military brass are concerned about China. Another day. Another daily dose of dumb. This street party gets out of control. A lot of people are going off about this new legislation. And a man is rightfully mad at a car rental company. All this
0: on the lunch table. Wow. That sounds like a mouthful tonight, Sparky. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Oh Well... You know, by popular demand, by popular demand, I mean you guys yelled at me for not asking you how you were last week. So We don't think you care. You know what? I don't. (laughs) But if this makes it seem like I do, I'm willing to try it. Well, some of us might have news. Well, do you have any news? I do have some news. Oh, snap, crackle, and pop, Drew. Did you hear that?
1: I guess I did.
0: He has some news. Let's I hear do it. I have
1: some news. some news.
0: This coming
2: week will be my last week at my current job.
0: Oh, congratulate! The hell is Uh-oh. over. Yeah, the hell is over. So not <laughs> only did Texas freeze over, but so did you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I got a, a job at Sheets down in Hermitage.
0: Oh dang! Yeah. Okay, so Sheets is like uh uh the a Wawa or or basically that super gas station you have around where you live that's basically a grocery store yeah uh they're called different things everywhere but around here they actually pay really good and they take care of their people really well i mean for working at a gas station
2: i'm taking like a four dollar an hour pay cut but eventually i'm going to be getting a lot more hours and benefits too so yeah next week so why
1: hermitage
2: um, I've been applying to a lot of them in the area. Transfer said no, Greenville said no. One of the Hermitages said no, and then this one finally said yes.
0: Is it the furthest one away too? Yes. Yeah, the one by one Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> so there's two local ones by your house and then the other one's about fifteen minutes away. Yeah. Then that one's an extra ten minutes. Well, five. Like an extra five. (laughs) I I would have preferred the one that's literally
2: like five minutes away from my house. But you you, you can't can't be... uh, Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, you can't be a choosing beggar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's my news. I'm officially free to to dish on FedEx.
0: Yes. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. FedEx. Oh, yeah. FedEx can... uh... Well, you know what? They're lying to you right in their name. Yeah. Them... Some bee holes.
1: It's like you got a Fed ex wife.
0: Oh, Ooh. of the Russian variety.
1: I'd order, I'd order a Russian
0: bride. Well, we all know you would. I'm
1: sorry. I think old. that's the UPS. What can Brown do for you?
0: <laughs> what can Brown do for you? Uh, well, what about you, Drew?
1: Oh, I have a few things going on. I started my new promotion position yeah Uh, that was pretty fun uh learned a bit of paperwork that i needed to know about and stuff like that so at least that's covered yeah yeah uh, i think that's pretty much it for me i've had a pretty pretty tame week oh well that's uh
2: that's cool i guess i mean it's kind of good to slow down and not do anything i think
0: Right here and there, yeah. (laughs) Um, let's see. Well, we'll skip over you since you were boring. Uh, what did I? Well, so my car, my beamer, right? We talked about me buying it, and then I had a cracked oil plug, which then eventually now is a cracked oil pan from trying to fix the cracked oil plug, (laughs) and it was going to be a huge expense. But uh, instead of me having to pay for it, I went and I used my amazing ability of being able to complain, almost like a Karen. <laughs> uh, I guess Kevin maybe is the guy's version. Kevin?
2: Ken? I so think. Kev-
0: oh, Ken? Kyle is the monster guy. Oh, Kyle. No, Kyle does monster. Maybe a Chad. Kyle's yeah. the Chad, guy. Does a Chad, Chad seem like he would complain to a
2: waiter? Kyle's the it's guy who like punches holes in drywall, Chad's the, the kind of douchey guy who hits on everybody
0: that is true that is true well if anyone has a good he fits in that one too yeah if anyone has a good male version of karen i guess (laughs) send it to the show wait we can put that on our twitter poll. yeah that is true what's the male version of karen
1: (laughs) oh uh google says ken or greg
0: it can't be ken and i've never heard uh, dude the only greg i know well you know what i don't (laughs) want to bring it up it's kind of mean (laughs) but he was not a smart man let's put it that way he he would not be one to be a Karen. well
2: speaking about aggression uh this week out of the white house we have a little bit of news about the uh biden family's german shepherds
0: Ooh, yeah uh,
2: german shepherds you know, if you don't if you don't train them yeah it's a working class dog yeah they, it, they need a lot of a lot of activity a lot of effort
0: yes yes a lot of demand it's not something you can get as a couch potato yeah i'm tired of people the doing that with huskies actually-
1: this story was actually brought to our attention by our new social media rep. Oh, Jay. yes. So yes. Thank you, Jay.
0: Uh, His name is Jay, Jamie Jameson. <laughs> uh, he is a... Jingleheimer a, Schmidt. Yeah, Jingleheimer <laughs> Schmidt. He is a real man. Um, he's amazing. I'd like to thank him. Anybody who's been watching our TikToks and seen the little cuts, mm-hmm. that's his work, not ours.
2: Well, the Biden family has two German Shepherds, Champ and Major. Um, this following week, they were returned to the family home in Delaware following an aggressive incident. Major, who was adopted in November of 2018, bit a member of a White House security team. And the, and the security team cried about it? Well, I don't know if he cried about it, but um, yeah, he, he bit somebody. I feel like I feel like if
0: you're like the guard of the president, you don't say anything. Like that's his dog. It's just like you keep quiet.
2: Um, his condition's unknown, <laughs> but the incident was severe enough to warrant their move well, out of the White House. Apparently, geez,
0: like the dog out of the White House? Yeah, both of them. Both actually, of them. both the dogs. Yeah. So, yeah. Geez, so this is turning into like the. The people with the untrained dogs on the planes where now the planes aren't letting any animals on. Well, I, I kind of
2: like that they put both dogs out of the house because if you just separate them then that creates
0: yeah it's conflict, a, it's you know. Anxiety too. You can't treat one dog better than the other, I guess. Yeah. Um, Major actually does have
2: a history of aggressive tendencies. Um, he's been known to growl or charge at, at people and it probably doesn't help that he's he's moving into a new new environment
0: Mm -hmm. he's a territorial dog not that's not very good yeah Uh, you can't be going to visit the president and have to worry about a dog running up and biting people oh could you imagine a foreign diplomat oh my they would they would have it for dinner (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: press secretary jen Psaki. Uh, released a statement champ and major are still getting acclimated and accustomed to their surroundings and new people. And on Monday, the first family's younger dog major was surprised by an unfamiliar person and reacted in a way that resulted in a minor injury to the individual.
0: Oh man. So what else can you do? This dog has had a history of biting people they yeah. are not doing anything to correct it. Well, he's
2: only three years old versus Champ, who's 13.
0: Yeah, it uh, gives it a lot more time to calm down.
2: Yeah, they said they got Major... He, he was a rescue dog. They said they got him to kind of be a, a companion for Champ.
0: Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Uh, I feel like getting a companion for my dog, but I don't know if I want another puppy. <laughs>
2: Well, it is nice that the two dogs got to remain together, and it says that they're being cared for by family friends in Delaware. So
0: what happened to the dog? The dog didn't have to be put down?
2: No. It's the president's dog. If he says they're not going to be put down, then...
0: Well, that's that's a little ridiculous, because anyone else's dog would go out and bite someone. Not only would it have to spend... Yeah, it would have to be in the kennel for two weeks, which, like, that teaches it anything. Yeah. Not only do we do that with humans and... It does nothing. That, but then we do it with dogs and we're like, oh, they still bite people. What? That just exasperates the, the situation. Yeah. yeah, it just makes it worse. So,
2: so
1: these dogs are now going to spend at least four years away from their family
2: well, in we don't, Delaware?
0: We don't know if that's permanent. They might move back and just... Well, he's doing this till you know, everyone forgets that it happens and he can move it back in. You know mm-hmm. how those those politicians are.
2: You can't have a dog in the White House who's biting people. So I think they're moving him out. No, you can't in-
0: rephrase that. You can't have a dog that's biting people. Right. Exactly. Period. That's but- where it should end. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's at the White House or at somebody's farm. Actually, that is true. Drew and I were talking about this not too long ago. I got bit doing. Uh, I'm an exterminator, and one day. <laughs> You really, I was,
2: you're an exterminator. I,
0: yeah, I kill things. <laughs> <laughs> and I get paid for it. This was
1: your other company, though, wasn't it? Yeah, this is
0: when I was 18. I'm 29 now. Jeez. This is 10 years ago. I know. Not 29 yet. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's still 10 years ago. Give it a week. <clears throat> uh, but I was on a farm, and this guy had a chocolate lab. I saw it running around. I grew up around dogs, many dogs. Dogs have never scared me. Uh, I went up to his door, I was going to talk to him, and as I was talking to him, it ran up behind me and bit the back of my thigh. Uh, I was bleeding everywhere. It was bad. I I turned around, I just hit that dog, dude. It bit my thigh, I turned around and just, bam, backhanded it.
2: In that case, I think you have to. You
0: have to. I'm not going to sit there and let it bite me. Yeah. Uh, if it's between me and a dog, taking a dog out, I'm not just going to lay there.
2: We here at the lunch table do not condone animal violence.
0: No, but... I do, I do think you have the right to defend yourself. It,
2: yeah, exactly. If if you're in a situation where... And there, there's a lot of arteries and veins that run through the back of your leg. And, and, so. and
0: a sciatic nerve. Yeah. Which is a
2: pretty main nerve. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty important. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's why CJ hasn't been the same since. Yeah, that's why
0: I've been grouchy. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Uh. Well, I, I think that... At some point, they're gonna to try to move the dogs back in. They just they just tried too fast, and it was too much. And this is obviously a very young, excitable dog. So I think it was just a little too much for him. Yeah,
0: it needed a little bit more training um, and probably more uh, interaction at a yeah. younger age. Now that you don't have it, you have to do it slower. Well, <clears throat> well, talking about animal lovers.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Y'all, y'all, this is a this is a weird one. Yeah, this is a
0: man who really loves animals,
2: <laughs> not in the good this
1: way. Is a me story.
2: <laughs> a zoo intern at the San Diego Zoo is accused of repeatedly sexually assaulting a 15-year-old gorilla <laughs> by the name of Big George, 500-pound <laughs> male gorilla. A
0: 500-pound male gorilla. First off. Big George, that's a prison name. <laughs> that's your <laughs> cellmate in prison. <laughs> you know that, like, if I got arrested and Big George is the guy I got put in a cell with, I know my my farts probably ain't gonna make any sounds. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad
2: commentary on the state of our prison system, but okay. <laughs> All right, even. This is Akimbo. This is Akimbo Abuebue. 29 years old from Gabon Africa he allegedly fed the gorilla sedatives and engaged in several sexual activities
0: with Big George how many sedatives would it take to knock out a gorilla yes <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs>
2: and repeatedly 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 he's claiming uh, a boy boy claims that the relationship was consensual. In spite, of, in spite of the fact that he had to use sedatives to knock him out.
0: Well, you know, there's a governor from New York that he would get along with. Probably, yeah. <laughs>
2: Not naming names, Cuomo.
0: <laughs> it was consensual. Every time I, I gave him treats, he really liked it. So I just assumed we had something.
2: Um, speaking on his behalf... Zoo administrator Jeanette Fitzgerald says that a boy boy may have acted out of desperation after his wife left him. But how desperate do you have to be to feed a gorilla sedatives to try to,
0: you know? Yeah, and uh, he, he, it's not like uh, he was pleasuring the monkey knocked out. Yes. He was servicing the gorilla, yes. Big George. Big George, yes, as he was sleeping. So it's not like he's doing all the deeds. I don't I don't get it. That's a bad
2: excuse. Um so it says here that bestiality under California law bestiality? is bestiality. Yeah, bestiality. Under California law is a misdemeanor. And carries a maximum of six months in prison and a $1,000 fine, which to me doesn't seem like enough.
0: No, no, that man's definitely sick and twisted. If you're willing to do that to an animal,
2: yeah, where where's probably... where he drawing the line? <laughs> well, now, and
1: well, and he he's, he's picking did get an a animal. Bit of a punishment.
0: He, well, what was that? True.
1: He did get a little bit of a punishment right up front, though. Yeah, but he's Earlier... also
0: done it repeated times.
1: Earlier in this article, it says, through video footage, they can see that he violated the uh, gorilla and then apparently overestimated the strength of the medication, leading to the animal to wake up and lash back at the zookeeper, alerting other employees. <laughs> so, so, so the gorilla so was up wasn't, and started not liking what was going on and attacked him.
0: He must have used a lot of teeth. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Well,
2: let's not go there
0: uh, He peeled one banana Oh my god
2: stop <laughs> we're, we're going down a dangerous Dark and dangerous path people <laughs>
1: The lady who uh, The lady in charge of The administrator uh, Said I'm not aware of gabonese cultural practices but it might be a cultural thing
0: no (laughs) no that's a sick and twisted thing (laughs) to help to get the evil spirits out of the monkey we have to knock it out and i suck it through a straw his natural straw
1: (laughs) no you're thinking the other way around (laughs) the the uh the acts were in the other way that you were thinking
0: no, he, he got no it. no 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 no. I got it right. Gorilla, he he serviced the gorilla. A gorilla. Yeah, he he was servicing the gorilla. No no no. He didn't put it in the gorilla's mouth. He was servicing it, the gorilla.
1: It says he proceeded to put. Oh yeah yeah. I'm wrong.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why. That's why we really picked it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, getting off that subject is my <laughs> subtle way of saying I'm done with this. <laughs>
0: well, what. <laughs> we're done fiddling around with the monkey yeah let's uh let's uh flick this well, over let's go yeah, to we don't want to beat a guy. dead monkey too hard yeah
1: let's go to another guy that liked members in his mouth.
0: so a <laughs> you tried <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: not on the ball today a professor of cambridge university paul cartledge claims that Alexandria Alexandria is the only place that Alexander the Great could be buried. Um, for many years, many centuries, the final resting place of Alexander the Great has been a mystery, and it's considered to be the holy grail of archaeological
0: finds. Uh, well, this man basically took over well, the whole known world in his era. Yeah. And ran it very successfully. Until he died. Until he died. <laughs> well, and he delegated a lot of the kingdoms. Yeah. Um, uh, the, what made him really successful was he really didn't push anyone to change their culture either. So he, like, even though he took over a place, he's like, well, you guys can still live however you want. Just pay us taxes. Yeah, he really didn't care. <laughs> and that's what made it, like, so no one really had beef with him.
2: No. I, th- I think he was, like, the last really good ruler
0: yeah yeah a well-rounded man <laughs>
2: uh he definitely did die in babylon and it says he was transported to pella which was the capital of macedonia when king Ptolemy the first of syria hijacked his corpse and took it to memphis the old capital of egypt for some reason uh was hijacking corpse a big thing back then you just take dead bodies i think it was more the power move of look This this is your leader now. I have him now. Yeah, yeah, I guess, (laughs) but he's dead. Uh, Memphis was the first city that Alexander conquered in 332 BCE, and apparently Alexandria was designed as the new capital after he conquered it. Well, and which Alexandria? The
1: Alexandria.
0: There's two. There was like I think there there was was like
1: 22 Alexandrias he named. Really yeah (laughs) okay well which one's left uh the one that is determined is the one in egypt that was like the main one
0: so i'm assuming that's where they're saying he's buried because they said his body was taken to egypt right yeah so i'm assuming it's that one well uh
2: there's a lot of theories about where his final resting place is from venice italy to a famous oasis called siwa which is located outside of alexandria to various mosques and shrines within Alexandria itself. But nobody's really known for however many hundreds, thousands of years.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a lot that we could learn from uh, his remains, too. Uh, Get a better sense of how people lived back then, maybe even certain bacteria or diseases that may have mutated now.
2: Yeah, it's like when we unearth... Egyptian mummies, yeah,
0: like all the things that they can tell us. Um, yes, amazing things. And I know sometimes I like to fight against science, but <laughs> really, yeah, I've noticed. I know, weird, <laughs> but uh, it is very important for us to find these things. It seems like small little uh, achievements, but really, in the sense of humanity, it, it really helps us jump. Yeah, I mean,
2: who's to say that
1: there even is a body still.
0: I uh, mean, also Alexander true.
1: the Great's body could be cremated.
0: Well, Nobody it, would ever know. Right, and he could have ended it up like Mozart even, where he could have been buried in a commoner's grave even. Hmm. Or something. His body
1: could have decomposed in quicksand. Yeah, anything.
0: I mean, uh, uh, their methods, I doubt, were as good as the Egyptians.
2: That, that brings up a joke that I've heard, but it's too lengthy, so we're, we're, we're going to go. Keep, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> well,
0: thanks for interrupting with that. a joke that won't be told (laughs) but uh i mean he was also he was also bisexual wasn't he alexander yeah yeah so i think
2: he had a stronger preference for men than women but yeah he he was
0: bisexual right so for anyone who wants to make an argument especially today that uh, because we've heard all the arguments about homosexuality or anything (laughs) like that That is like a brand new or a phase, but Mm. obviously it's been around for a long time. Yeah. Thousands of, probably as long as humanity's been a thing. I mean, just look at the Greeks. Yeah. (laughs) Look at other animals. Yeah. Did you know that
2: bats have the highest degree of homosexuality of any mammal? Which
0: explains Edward Cullen. Yes. And it also explains why they have the highest immune system.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that actually does make sense. <laughs> just,
0: that's the secret. <laughs> if we all don't want sick, there
2: it is. Gay butt sex. Okay. It explains why
1: one person eating one can bring the entire human population to its knees.
0: I'm just saying, if you're eating booty all the time, you got to have one heck of a <laughs> <laughs> immune system. That's all. Gross. Well,
2: speaking of great leaders, uh, I think... One of our leaders today kind of stepped up this week, don't you? Yes, I did. Uh, In Ohio, correct? Yes. Um, Ohio Representative Tim Ryan exploded during a House session this past week. Uh, Ryan was voting in favor of the Protecting Right to Organize Act, which makes it easier for workers to come together and unionize. Ryan criticized Republican opposition to HR 842, and in his tirade, which has been retweeted 25,000 times and received 75,000 likes,
0: he. Uh, it for anyone who didn't see his speech, you gotta listen to. You it. gotta yeah. Uh, uh, well, powerful, <clears throat> very powerful, very powerful. Uh, it's. You you don't get the whole story unless you see the video too. So I I almost don't want to
2: read what he said because it kind of takes away from it. But he he just went off.
0: Uh, it yeah, uh, it was much needed and it's honestly it's refreshing to see that there's a politician that still has his head on straight a little bit.
1: Is this his <clears throat> re-election year?
0: Uh, well, it might be, and if so, he might be playing us like a fiddle, boy. <sighs>
2: Uh, among other things hr 842 revises the definitions of employee supervisor and employer to broaden the scope of individuals covered by the fair labor standards it also allows collective bargaining agreements to require all employees represented by the bargaining unit to contribute fees to the labor organization and it makes an unfair labor practice to require or comer- coerce employees to attend employer meetings designed to discourage union membership and prohibits employees from entering into agreements with employees under which employees waive the right to pursue or to join or a joint collective or class action litigation. So, I mean, it it sounds like
0: this is a very important bill. Uh, The right to assemble is a very important right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It keeps, us from having to deal with uh tyrants that run certain businesses and it always makes sure that the employees are well taken care of now i think some unions definitely overstep nowadays and want more than what they need but you gotta ask yourself is it better not to have unions or you know with
2: well the the trick to bargaining haggling you start from an extreme and then work your way up that way you get exactly what you wanted <clears throat> and the person on the other end thinks that... They won. Yeah, they think yeah. that they won. It's
0: no different than when you sell a, a, a vehicle. You, you put it for a couple more grand than what you want. You let the person talk you down, feel big. Mm-hmm. But then they bought it for what you just wanted to sell for anyways. Right. It's Somebody
1: dope. tell the guys from Pawn Stars that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the Pawn Stars, they're champs. Somehow they really negotiate down. Yeah, I've seen people come in and quote something that Forty thousand and then pay like maybe (laughs) ten.
2: Well, I mean, I I get that they gotta make a profit too, but
0: well, he he made a good point in his speech where, yes, people gotta make a profit, but we're living in a point now where CEOs used to make thirty-five percent more, I think he said, and now they're making four hundred percent more.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: Uh and it's very true that the gaps between CEO worker and all that are, are getting bigger. Now. <clears throat> I wonder how much of that actually has to do with computers and and robots taking over certain things. If if it does, maybe it doesn't. Uh <clears throat> but it's still there's there's a huge wage gap and I don't know how to fix it. I'm not a smart enough man to know how to fix it but He's right by saying we need to focus more on that than some silly cartoons that make you feel a little sad.
2: Yeah, he's, his um, tirade goes back to what we were talking about last week with um, or the week before, the cancel culture for Dr. Seuss. While everybody's been talking about this and how this is offensive and we can't allow this, um, efforts like H.R. 842 are kind of falling through the cracks and receiving less attention than they're worth.
0: Uh, it's just like how this, what, last year started out with a lot of, uh, with a lot of the, the, oh, the island and the children and the children and the movie stars and all that. And then COVID hit and that slowly got forgotten about and now it's not a news at all. Uh.
1: Oh, the Epstein stuff. Yeah,
0: the Epstein stuff. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, and now and now you don't hear anything about it it's just <clears throat> it's just dropped you know our focus is so short that sometimes yeah the news brings up important things but they also bring up so much trash that you forget about it
2: yeah we have very short attention spans apparently goldfish <laughs> just like I have a few more points about
1: tim ryan here Uh, first off, the thing that, uh, kind of pulled us towards this story is he is, uh, in charge of the, uh, district that shows around Youngstown. And, uh, I went to school at YSU, Sparky went to school at YSU, and CJ... Partied at YSU. Pretty much went to school at YSU. (laughs) Well, I studied anatomy, but but
0: I never took a class. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you did everything but go to classes at YSU. (laughs) Um so it's a it's a cool thing that somebody from that area that you know we know and like is standing up
2: yeah yeah
1: um as for his motives uh i don't know how true this part would be um but senator rob portman uh said january 25th that he was not seeking re-election in 2022 uh and that ryan is considering running to replace him so maybe he's trying to get in our good graces to become a senator
2: you, you just never know with politicians, honestly.
0: And unfortunately, they've done this to themselves where y- you can't trust them.
2: No.
1: And the last cool fact that I found is that after college, he joined uh, Ohio Congressman Jim Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: he joined the staff of it. And uh, as many people know, I am a staunch fan of Jim Trafficking, or at least was. Uh, you know, he was a crook, and he let people know that he was a crook. Uh, so he was about as honest as you could be for a politician. <laughs> so if any part of his staff, being Tim Ryan here, shows us anything, maybe he's uh, being honest too. I don't
2: know. I mean, we'll have to see. I hope he's one of the good ones. We can certainly use some more of them in the assemblage. <clears throat> but going off in a somewhat somewhat related tangents uh, slightly political too uh admiral philip davidson the head of the united states indo-pacific command warns that china is assembling an increasingly aggressive military he has described china as the greatest long-term strategic threat to security in the 21st century and he's worried that they're accelerating their ambitions in their area. Uh, While China is adamant that their military is strictly defensive, there's somewhat of an implication that they may make moves toward Taiwan in the near future. Uh, Taiwan is a mostly independent state that's butted heads with China for the past couple decades.
0: Uh, Earlier this year, didn't they have problems with Hong Kong? everybody they been having problems with Hong Kong.
2: Yeah, well, maybe
0: it was before <laughs> that. weren't they, <laughs> weren't they, uh, like revolting and carrying American flags and, and things like that? Uh, right before COVID hit.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I heard that.
0: Uh, I know, I know that they had a problem too with uh, Buddhist religion. Some of them yeah. wanted to be Buddhist, and
2: uh, a lot of um, Buddhists and Muslims, I think, are in a lot of trouble in in China right now.
0: Oh yeah, they want to control everything about about their people. Uh so and and you don't need you don't need a big army to be defensive. Look at us. We're only big in time of war. Right. Of uh, course. And really China, I I don't know really who wants to mess with China.
2: Uh Davidson says that they may supplant the United States and our leadership roles internationally by 2050.
0: By 2050.
2: Yeah, in what 29 years?
0: Yeah, that's
1: that's a long way out.
2: That's a well. It seems like a long way, but not that much.
0: Mm-hmm. And depending on what they're trying to do, uh, if they're really trying to amp up their ships and planes, it, it takes a while. But something that we got to be vigilant of. Mm-hmm. Uh, China has always been at odds with a couple different places.
2: Yeah, a lot of the Asian provinces. That
0: they think they own. Uh, A really interesting thing that I didn't notice until my brother showed me the one day but is looking up not only like a United States version of maps that show all the countries Hmm. but it's interesting to look up other countries maps of, of the same thing because uh, different countries will all be mapped out different because different places think they own different land. <laughs> so, like, even all of our maps aren't the same.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, China's been claiming for years that Taiwan's Taiwan rightfully belongs to them, even though it's a self-governed democratic island.
0: Yeah, and Japan thinks that they own part of China, so they've had to fight with them, too. Right because japan wants a little bit of their land
2: well uh david says that in the near future guam may be a target
0: for china which oh which is one of our provinces Oof, that's not good no that's not going to be a good time
2: that was wasn't that a big part of the cold war was to
0: the cuban missile crisis yes yes uh and that that's very strategic for us to have and plus now we can't even rely on japan because we're mostly their army
2: yeah pretty much
0: so uh (laughs) it's not even like i i don't even know if we would have too many bases or that that might be something that we'd have to be scared that they could fight on our land a little bit i mean it's not that far (laughs) once you think about it from from asia to to alaska right and then they're right they're right on our soil
2: there's a couple countries that worry me right now china's one of them
0: yeah so uh (laughs) yeah better prepare could be some dark times i mean look at the span of world war one and two and and all those those all happened like pretty much pretty much one right after another without too much gaps Mm -hmm. it's I'm not much of a history buff, I'll I'll be honest about that,
2: but there seems to be a pattern here, you know? Uh,
0: Yes, well, what it is is uh, conflicts of ideals really, really mash, and then you you can get leaders who think they know the best way to run the world, and the only way to fix or have peace (laughs) in their mind is through them. Why can't we just, like get along
2: yeah why can't we all just sit Mm. we're all brothers and sisters under the earth mother gaia
0: (laughs) they don't look at it that way their their earth's an egg
1: yeah (laughs) good news is is that there won't be another world war based on this because in nowhere in this statement was germany mentioned
0: Mm. It's kind of dark. Germany's hardcore, but the Second World War was caused because of the decisions after the first one. True. You I know. mean, they basically killed Germany with by holding the debt against them. The only place that didn't was us. That's why they didn't attack us. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> it wasn't until Japan, and then Japan thought we would attack them first. So they were like, let's get them. When really, we we're like, we're going to stay out of this.
2: Yeah. That was so. that whole thing was a. Ugh. It is a word I want to say, but I can't. Everything's <laughs> like that. I mean, even
0: even uh, the Cold War was just uh, just ridiculous. And and then they give you what they used to tell the kids like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna hide under our desk if this alarm goes off for a nuke, mm-hmm. because yeah. that will save you this particle board.
2: Yeah, this uh, <laughs> half an inch of balsa wood. <laughs> yeah, it's really gonna save me.
0: Yeah, it's gotcha.
1: They made things very differently back then.
0: That's, I mean, that's true. That is. All one solid piece is the way they like to do it. We moved a gun cabinet today, an old one. We, it wasn't that heavy. No, no, but it was one solid piece. I don't understand why they just didn't make things come apart.
2: Mm. I like the craftsmanship, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Beautiful woodworking.
2: <laughs> I mean, I kind of wish my brother was getting into that stuff, but... I, I kind of wish I had that sort of talent.
0: You know what, man one uh, one thing I've learned stuff like that you just got to do it. You just got to do it, and you'll get there. It's it's having a half half the gumption of just doing it.
2: Well, I think we've kind of brought the mood of the podcast a little bit down. So why don't we uplift it a little bit? Well, how how do you plan on on uplifting us? I think. I think we need to feel a little bit smarter about ourselves, oh,
0: we need to take an upper
2: yeah i I think I think it's time time for our favorite segment. oh d- don't say it it is time oh here ladies it comes. and gentlemen for the daily dose of
1: dumb triple
0: D ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite part of the show. The so th- part that makes me feel like a genius.
2: <laughs> this story came to us um do you remember who gave this?
0: Uh Drew I think sent it. Yeah. Uh because I no, just remember this, this was Sparky. Oh, this yeah, this, this oh, was, oh, was me. This <laughs> was yeah, you're asking <laughs> Oh yeah, I sent it. Oh. uh because I remember a very funny statement, Jay Yes One Jimmy that we can argue. Jameson repeat. said. <laughs> So, a woman
2: feels disgusted and discriminated against after her
0: trip to KFC. Oh, my. This sounds horrible. Out of all the things I'm thinking of, all the awful things that could be said at a KFC. (laughs) Uh, Vanessa Hensley went with
2: her husband and some family members to KFC. Uh, What does KFC stand for? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hensley is a pescatarian, which means that she only eats fish. So kind of like a, a vegan option, but apparently they don't consider fish to be healthy. Uh,
0: well, you know, Nirvana once taught me it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings.
2: Well, Hensley was told that this particular KFC didn't have
0: any vegan or vegetarian options. Well uh, Kentucky? Yeah. Fried? Yeah. Chicken? Yeah doesn't sell fish <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna tell me that they're, they're, usually there's a long john silvers attached to these things <laughs> you're gonna tell me she couldn't just walk over two steps or something get herself some fried fish
2: she says it was absolutely disgraceful
0: disgusting
2: she, she, she claims that the workers were extremely rude to her they have mashed potatoes
0: <laughs> <laughs> well this
1: and biscuits
0: yeah, actually, none of those probably are vegan. The mashed potatoes if it has milk or anything in it. I mean, just just what she says. She says
2: the workers were rude, but she doesn't offer any specifics. Oh yeah. To how they were
0: rude. Well, that's yeah. It, that's like me saying you're wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. You <know? laughs> oh, so,
0: but not saying why you're wrong. You're just wrong.
2: To to me, that that's that's the maiden call of the the wild Karen. I think.
0: <laughs> ah yes, the wild Karen bird. <laughs> Uh, the wild makes... and
2: hopefully never seen Karen.
0: Uh, she wears a stack bob. That is tremendous. The higher the stack, the higher the power. Uh, she says, I think it's disgusting
2: because there are more and more people becoming vegan and vegetarian these days. We both left and said we'll go elsewhere for food. My partner said it's not fair, so we ended up having fish and chips.
0: It's it's not fair. You're the one with the restrictive diet. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do people have to conform to your world views? If they don't. That's that's the problem. You're the <laughs> one who's going to a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like a Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> nothing. Nothing there sounds like there would be a vegan option. I mean, now there's no. many places around that serve vegan. You could even went to Chipotle.
2: I wouldn't go to the aquarium and expect to see an elephant. and i wouldn't get mad at them when i couldn't find an elephant
0: i wouldn't be mad if i went to the aquarium and i couldn't eat a dolphin yeah oh sir can you serve that to me no i only eat dolphin meat i know that you (laughs) i know that you serve sandwiches here but i only eat dolphin meat you don't have dolphin (laughs) options (laughs) in
2: response to hensley kfc responded saying we never want our fans to leave feeling disappointed
0: that's fans I guess. <laughs> Not customers? <laughs> They're fans of our chicken. It's always
2: amazing to see how popular our original recipe vegan burger is, but due to less demand from people out and about at the start of this year and our focus on running our restaurant our restaurants responsibly with smaller teams, we prioritized the vegan burger in areas where it was a massive hit. We're sorry this guest wasn't able to get their hands on one.
0: So they had a vegan option but it, there wasn't enough people around to keep it going.
2: Well, they they have the vegan option just not this particular store because there wasn't right, there, there wasn't the, the demand for it. Right.
0: Yeah, and I, you can't supply something that there's no demand for. I mean, I, I I really want to know what she what she thought was rude
2: from the staff. Well, they they just told her, "I'm sorry, we we don't
0: offer that here." Well, they might have told her, "Ma'am, you're are Your panties in a, in a bunch. <laughs> I don't understand why you're so aggressive about fish. I thought you were vegan. Aren't you supposed to be more chill and relaxed? Doesn't this help you out? I mean,
2: I, I've worked in in the customer service. I'm I'm going to be coming oh, up here yeah. soon, yeah. so I, I kind of know the typical responses when when somebody's disgruntled or frustrated. And right. the the first The first response is never to to match that escalate. frustration to escalate it's always to calmly explain why this is the way it is
0: yeah diffuse the situation
2: so oh. to, to me when when i when i hear that kfc was saying they don't have it they were just calmly saying we don't have it it's not like we don't have
0: it so so get lost. So buzz off. We don't like your face, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you get out of here. You see, we got your wanted face on a poster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Your, your wants and your needs are not always going to be met. Uh, no. This really gets to me when, like, uh, like the grocery store. A lot of people like to whine and complain how people are at the grocery store. But the downfall of not growing your own garden And getting your own food is the fact that you're going to have to go to a store that's in the public. Now, the public, when you deal with the public in America, we all have the right to be individuals. When we all have the right to be individuals, some people are going to have some really weird ways of looking at life. (laughs) But you have to learn how to deal with them. Uh, But that doesn't mean everyone needs to conform to those people's ideals. We just need to know how to get along with them and respect them, but it's it's ridiculous i don't i don't see why everyone's got to bow down to one person who thinks they know the best
2: and that is why this is this week's daily dose of dumb daily dose of dumb (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i cut you off drew
1: this story that you said about uh, the grocery store and things reminds me of that lady that you yelled at at walmart
0: oh yes she was ridiculous what was going on
1: the the they were buying oranges for labor day picnic or whatever for the for walmart employees
0: oh yes and they had to wait a second for them to ring out a couple oranges and she was just dude. screaming her it. head off dude and i remember she was like literally like saying how this person working a cash register should like basically be like beaten and tortured <laughs> like just flipping out because she had to wait five minutes and I looked at her. And I'm like, "What? What are you in a rush for? To go home and watch your TV? Like, shut up!" The the, the level of entitlement that <laughs> oh. I
2: that I hear about or see is just amazing. Well, I can't believe it.
0: You got all these people flying home to go watch TV and have to go see their entertainment. That's all saved anyways, and you can watch at any point at any time. So I don't understand why you're in such a rush to get anywhere.
1: Mm.
0: I, it's like everyone wants to get home to sit down they're in such a rush to get home to hit the recliner to do nothing instead of just like okay f- so f- maybe 5 extra minutes would actually make me feel more calm and not feel rushed all day if I would just take that 5 extra minutes but they don't want to they'd rather load up on energy drinks, coffee, and enemas and just <laughs> run around And
2: it sounds like we're getting really animated about this, I hope we don't riot oh <laughs> riots riots like this out-of-control party that happened not the band well no oh (laughs) this out-of-control party happened near the university of colorado which drew up to 800 people this past week
0: oh actually we talked about uh me going to college and just being there to party and not studying you guys going to college we threw some bangers we did uh we had a house that uh, used to be an old frat house that all, of, uh, well, Drew and his buddies basically rented out. But that was the party house. Oh, man, dude. At one point, I remember we used to have people sign in before they would walk in. You know, we used to do that whole fake sign your name and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but the cops are still watching us until they left and anyone could come in. But at one point, I remember on that piece of paper, we had over 700 names mm-hmm. at a party. Oh, And after we got done renting that place out, uh, the floor collapsed. So you know we beat the crap out of it.
2: Well, unfortunately, this party was in violation of lockdown and quarantine laws from the state. Um, Police received complaints around 7 o'clock p.m. SWAT arrived around 8.30 and ordered everybody to disperse. SWAT? SWAT.
0: They sent the whole SWAT crew. I mean... It, that is a little it, bit aggressive yeah for what because people weren't wearing masks
2: yeah
1: 8 30 p.m you know how much it would <laughs> suck to have a party go on that you planned and it get broken up at 8 30 p.m but, uh, yeah <laughs> it,
0: that's just it's ridiculous uh if these people want to be around each other without masks then go ahead as long as they weren't causing any huge too big of a disturbance, but uh, it's it's a college place, right?
2: Well, I mean,
0: Eight, it says 800 people is a
2: bit of a disturbance. It yeah. says yeah, the, the revellers were shooting fireworks.
0: Oh wow! Later, okay, maybe nice. they maybe they didn't nice. need SWAT.
2: <laughs> later, they threw bricks and rocks at the police. Oh, okay. Well, so, you know what? I spoke this, too soon. This was a party that turned into a full-scale revolt.
0: Yeah, this. <laughs> uh well you know what alcohol does oh yeah oh people just want to rip each other apart so uh three officers
2: suffered minor injuries a they armored police over a vehicle. car they flipped over a um a privately owned truck a armored <laughs> an armored police vehicle can you imagine that guy
0: i did nothing <laughs> why are you in my <laughs> truck i ain't no popo
2: <laughs> an armored police vehicle and fire truck also sustained heavy damage
0: a <laughs> fire truck fire trucks are hard to damage
2: uh, officials have condemned the party activity and threatened expulsion and a one statement reads it is unacceptable and irresponsible particularly in light of the volume of training communication and enforcement the campus and city have dedicated to ensuring compliance with COVID-19 public health orders. CU Boulder will not tolerate any of the students engaging in acts of violence or damaging property.
0: Uh, uh, well, you know, we had quite the parties and I can't say the cops never had to be around. <laughs> I, I remember when we were at the one party and someone, some kid we didn't know left and we were all there remember he, he like floored his truck and ended up hitting a car then bouncing into another <laughs> car <laughs> and Sweet then all these cops showed his up way down the street yeah dude he didn't even make it 2 feet and he wrecked into three cars and uh i remember the cops came and you know we may or may not have been of the legal drinking age mm-hmm. And we're all sitting there pooping, you know, crapping our pants, hoping these cops don't come in. So, I want to be mad at these boys, but I've I've been there too. Uh, there's times definitely where our parties got rocking, and I bet if the cops came, we we're a little too far gone to to just go quietly.
1: Yeah, the, uh, there was even one party. It wasn't ours. It was the one right across the street. Oh yes, that wound up turning into a riot. Well, there was. There was a huge group of people coming down the road, uh, towards like 30 or 40 cops.
0: Yes. I remember that. Um, well, across from our house was a trap house. (laughs) I mean, straight up. It was a trap house. One way in, one way out. Uh, they sold a bunch of different type of collectibles. (laughs) That's one way to put it. Yeah. One way to put (laughs) it, but you know, we were tight with the people. They were pretty cool people, uh, We didn't rat on them. They didn't rat on us type deal. You know how it goes. Snitches get stitches. (laughs) Snitches get stitches. Hootie hoo. (laughs) And I remember the one day they were throwing a banger. And we were all trying to sleep. And they had, like, all these people pour out of the house into their front yard just yelling, fight, fight, fight. (laughs) (laughs) And we all go, uh, we're all waking up and we're getting... Down to the first level to go to the window to see what's going on, and all these people are in a big circle and they're all getting each other's face. Next thing you know, they pull out guns and you hear pop, 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 like three, three shots go off. Next thing you know, everyone scatters. Then you hear the sirens. Woo! They're all coming. By the time the police got there, though, everybody was gone everybody already dispersed they were gone <laughs> everybody
2: was i think gone. i missed this and i'm a little bit happy
0: yeah yeah you weren't <laughs> there that night you weren't sleeping on the porch so i know you weren't there
2: <laughs> that that was before you
1: like actually started coming around this is like right at the beginning when you uh, were a little gun shy about coming out in public
0: yes yes sparky wasn't always as confident beast he is today
2: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> this is true <laughs>
1: yeah sparky's mom and dad so what else did never he did anything bad
0: ever
2: ever ever
0: ever he never <laughs> ever broke the law <laughs> uh so what else did these boys do
2: um that, that's that's about it so
0: they flipped cars they threw stones yeah. How did they get them under control? I mean, the SWAT, did they shoot anybody or did they get them peacefully?
2: <laughs> it, it's not really clear. I think they were threatening to use tear gas, but it, it doesn't really say whether it was used.
0: They, okay, way. but they got them calm somehow.
2: Uh, apparently, in like a half hour, it says. Oh, dang.
0: So, oh, that was a real quick flash. Like, so they got all mad, threw rocks, flipped the car, and went, okay, we're out of steam. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah, I think it's more about saying oh, it's, it's, it's more about you know the the middle finger to the police than than an actual organized thing. Well,
0: of course, well the kids are taught now that police are evil, mm-hmm. so well we are also being taught that guns are evil. Uh, yes, talking about losing freedoms.
2: Yeah, uh, this week a new bill, HR 127 a lot of people are saying, is infringing on your Second Amendment gun rights.
0: How, how are they infringing on my rights? Well,
2: this bill... I'm, I'm just going to read the bullet points here. This, Go ahead. This bill establishes a publicly searchable gun registry containing your most private information, requires you to petition an anti-gun attorney general for a license to possess firearms and ammunition... You are forced to obtain firearms insurance from the government at a cost of $800 per year. Numerous rifles, AR pistols, shotguns, 50 caliber or greater ammo, or any magazines with a capacity of over 10 rounds would be banned, and gun owners would be slapped with a mandatory minimum prison sentences and fines for so-called violations.
0: Violations. Violations.
2: We, we can read. We can read about the penalties. In are just those a minute. in
0: quotations? Yeah, the, those are the violations. <laughs> so whatever they feel like is wrong. Uh, actually, can you read that second bulletin again?
2: Uh, requires you to petition
0: an anti-gun attorney general for a license. Who's an, okay, right there. Anti-gun attorney general. What mm. the heck is that? Somebody who's anti-gun. I guess. So I gotta go to this guy who hates guns. To register a gun? Yeah, apparently. Uh, they don't see how that could be a problem of bias interest. I don't think they see anything anymore. Oh, uh, they got—they're <laughs> like a horse. They got their blinders up. Yeah, and um, they poop on the streets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we we mentioned the searchable gun registry. This would be accessible to federal, state, local government, and even the public. So your next door neighbor. Would be able to go onto this and see all the guns that you you do or do not own.
0: Right. So if I, let's say, like to rob houses. CJ does not rob houses. I can go not only stake this place out, but then look to see if they even have any firearms in there to see if I should even be worried. Yeah. Oh, that sounds safe. Yeah. What did G.I. Joe used to say? Oh, Joe? Yeah. G.I. Joe. (laughs) Yeah, ho-joke. Yeah, well, he did. He did say that. But he also said knowledge is power. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) so you should be very careful to who you give knowledge to. So
2: what you need to know about the licensing scheme, not only do you have to ask the attorney general for a license, you must submit to a psychological examination to determine your own mental fitness. And even have your family members including your spouse or formal former spouse interviewed about you before you
0: can own a gun that oh okay so the psych evaluation i really really don't understand uh well i mean i can
2: get behind that because that's what they do in japan
0: yeah but well, i don't want to be japan <laughs> Japan can be Japan. Have you? Have, they're coming out with sex dolls and all this weird stuff. They can be them, okay? They're weird people. Not that that's a problem. Well, <laughs> it is. It is, but that's a whole different podcast. I think... It's there, destroying males going out from finding females. <laughs> it's destroying the one from that.
2: I think there's a part in here that says if you've ever been hospitalized or diagnosed with a mental illness like depression, this would automatically exclude you from owning a gun or suicidal thoughts or suicide yeah
0: so at one point let's say you were a teen who was going through a really rough time and maybe one of your parents died or or they were getting divorced and and at one point you had these feelings but you were no longer that person and you've made a lot of mental growths Mm -hmm. you're still not allowed to provide for yourself
2: i mean just speaking personally i've been on antidepressants twice and so with that Mean I have to give up my guns, my Glock and my Taurus. Yeah, yeah, it
0: would. Actually, uh, you would. I, actually, there I've...
1: is no stipulation about anything being grandfathered in, so every gun that is in your possession would be forced to abide by these rules.
0: So are they going to be like Australia, where they just come and try to knock on our door and take our guns? Probably. So the no, there's a <laughs> bit of a different
1: factor here. They're not going to actively go searching for things, but if anything pops up then and you haven't taken the proper procedures then you're going to do a hefty punishment.
0: Yeah, I saw 15 to 20 years. Yeah, let, let me let me read about
2: these penalties. Go so ahead. possession of guns or ammo without a license, 15 to 25 years in prison, 75 to $150,000 fine, or both. Transfer of firearms or ammo to an unlicensed person, 10 to 15 years. 50 to 75 thousand dollars or both. Giving guns or ammo to an unlicensed person, 5 to 10 years, 30 to 50 thousand or both. Loaning guns or ammo to an unlicensed person, 5 to 10 thousand dollar fine. Tell me how that sounds fair. It's not.
0: It's uh you know <clears throat> what they're doing is they're going to make this basically impossible for people to own guns because yeah. it's going to cost way too much money but then what they'll do is through societal pressure they'll push to make guns look evil and bad and uh, like you shouldn't even have it at all and if anyone thinks that's ridiculous that then you're uh, the outlier yeah that that so that they don't use society to push an agenda so the government doesn't have to or so they don't have to make laws about certain things look look how people treat cigarette smokers mhm it went from everyone smoking cigarettes to, oh, they're bad, and now people literally look at you like you're killing everybody and you're evil because you're out there smoking a cigarette. And what changed the most about that is the commercials. You know, they no longer were praising cigarettes. Now they switched it on TV to hating cigarettes, so everybody demonized it. And it's even happening with masks. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can see where they, like, it, it happens already with vaccines. If your child's not vaccinated, guess what? They can't go to school. They can't have an education. They can't do these things. So you got to believe in what we believe in or else you can't participate. Isn't that the opposite of what America was supposed to be? Aren't we supposed to be a land of independence?
2: So a few weeks ago, we mentioned that Gina Carano was fired from from Disney because of some tweets she made on on her social media. Now, I'm not saying she was 100% right, but
0: in light of this, doesn't she have a point? exactly uh getting your neighbors to hate you first yeah is the goal and the thing is everybody didn't do it because they thought they were hurting people they did it because they thought they were helping uh like my thing is when i was young my parents you know i i had a really rough childhood my parents got divorced and whatnot and all different kinds of things but i was institutionalized twice now that was at a really young age but if you're going to start psych evaluating these people, what if you meet, what are they going to start doing? Like if they deem someone not capable of having a gun, what's the next step? Are they going to now push to make sure that they can put these people in a paddy wagon since they know they're not up to the mental standards of others? You know, are they just going to push to make these people insane or incompetent and just lock them up? Isn't that taking a step back from where we came?
2: Because they want to control you.
0: Yeah, because you're—they're uh, judging a fish on how well it can climb, and if you can't climb that tree, you're no good to them.
2: This is this is socialism and communism just sweeping in gradually.
0: Well, don't you know there's some systems that we use? I mean, this is this is their defense to that. Is there's already some system we use that are like socialism, mm. and because of that, I guess we should go 100% into it. Yeah, I mean it just makes no sense to me well uh, it makes sense to me if you're trying to rule uh if you're trying to be a tyrant yes yes that's how it makes sense to me because why wouldn't you want your people armed it makes actually it makes it harder to invade us the more your people are armed yeah uh You yeah. saying something drew no, no. no i think i think he was just yawning oh he's bored i thought he was taking a breath like <gasps> no i think he's just bored no
1: no no i i was i was just reading more about this bill oh Uh, it's it's important just to kind of yeah have details about this and uh well and it passed knows this this thing has passed in the house yes it's It's on its way to the senate yeah so this is starting to become a real thing Mm -hmm.
0: it's steps away from them literally coming to your doorstep the next thing you know no guns all because uh they think that it will help
2: you know what i'm not going to be one of those people who's saying well they can take my guns over my dead body if if this passes i'll give up my guns and i'll just i'll just sit back and watch
0: well because what else what else can you do there's nothing else you can do. No, because
2: uh, you are now the bad person, right? Yeah. Because if, if I if I refuse, if I'm non-compliant, then I'm the bad guy, and yes. I'm I'm the criminal. And
0: no no one no one in town's going to defend you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stand up for you and say, "Hey, this man shouldn't be arrested." <laughs> uh, it's no different than when you see people yelling at someone for not wearing a mask. If you go up and you yell at someone for not wearing a mask, that has nothing to do with you worrying about a virus. Because if you're worried about the virus, you wouldn't get close to the person without a mask. <laughs> what you're mad about is that person's being defiant. They're not following the rule. That's what you're mad about because you're following this rule and they're not. But the point of America is to be defiant. Is to not want the government to control you. Is is to want to stand on your own two feet and not be saved by somebody. Mm. Uh,
2: I think we should... Uh... Get off this before our blood starts to boil. Yeah, real quick.
1: Real quick. I, I want to bring one more point to it. Yeah, right, quick. Uh, other than the public uh, documents that would be able to tell everything, I have one uh, fight about this. The interviews that your family and things have to do. Um, the way this was explained to me is, two people from your household have to agree to let you have a gun. If anybody in your household says no, then the determination is no. Or if anybody in the future says they don't feel right about you having a gun, even after you have your permit, then your permit gets revoked.
0: So if you accidentally make a, a local enemy mad, you know, like a neighbor that you don't like mad, they can call and report. I think
1: it has to do with your household. Yeah,
0: okay. your household. Okay. Okay. Uh, Uh, sparky
1: even sparky even mentioned it earlier that uh they do interview spouses including former spouses
2: Mm -hmm. so if your ex-wife
1: doesn't like you if your ex-wife doesn't like you you're not getting a gun (laughs) it
0: makes Uh, no sense uh, that's awful of course that person might have uh some resentment towards you and maybe just want to do something to make you angry not even just a uh, not just do appropriate thing, just make you angry. And what's a good way to get back at you? Then by taking all your guns, making sure you can't hunt and feed yourself. You have to. You have to wait for the hand to feed you. Well, you got to be a child. You do. Talking about being a child, there's I a company that didn't want to give up their receipt.
2: That really didn't. flow. <laughs> no, it didn't. But I just went off the story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, from Michigan. Um, this man, Herbert Alford, was recently exonerated of murder, a charge for which he spent nearly five years in prison. He was freed last year after the Hertz Corporation provided a receipt showing that he rented a car at the time of his supposed murder.
0: Murder? Yeah. Uh... So they had something that could free this man, Mm -hmm. and they're refusing to give it up.
2: Well, before we get to that, in 2011, Alfred was mistakenly identified as a gunman who killed a 23-year-old man. Uh, He was arrested in 2015 and uh, convicted the following year and sent to prison. Uh. He... Yeah, like I said, he was, at the time of the murder, he was renting a car, and he asked Hertz to send a receipt showing that he did, Uh, uh, and they
0: refused. A piece of paper with ink on it. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's all he's asking from these people. (laughs) Not a lawyer or money or anything like that. Just a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper. That they give to everybody (laughs) with some ink on it.
2: Alfred spent... One thousand seven hundred days in prison, because Hertz couldn't be bothered to send a piece of
0: paper. Yeah, <laughs> how dare you! How dare you bother them?
2: Oh, but Hertz claims that it tried finding the receipt way back in two thousand sixteen, but it was unable to. Oh,
0: but they they eventually
2: found it. Well, they eventually sent it and they exonerated him. But you know, almost five years after the fact.
0: So they, five years, this man rotted, <laughs> because. They couldn't find a receipt. Yeah. Are they held responsible in any way? Are they getting sued? Yeah,
2: he is seeking twenty five thousand dollars in compensation. That's it. Well, yeah, that's it. I
0: I, th- I thought I misread
2: that. I was like, is there an extra zero? No, it's twenty five.
0: That's it. Yeah, that doesn't seem like very much for five years of your life that you can never get back. Yeah, his
2: inter- his attorney says that uh, no dollar figure uh, is ever going to make this right. Pretty much,
0: it won't but i'll tell you what 25 is definitely super low for making it right yeah i would have added a
1: million would probably get it pretty close to right
0: i'd feel pretty good with that i'd feel pretty forgiving and that's a
2: that's an international business i would have added like two or three more zeros onto that myself
0: yes oh yeah (laughs) dude Uh, no less than than 20 million i Mm. would ask from them like you locked me up for five years because
1: commissary
0: no, dude. You uh, they barely had the common courtesy of getting a receipt on time. Five years later, <laughs> they just printed a new receipt. Like they knew he was there. I had to. They knew he was there. They probably had him on camera. They didn't even want to send a camera. I bet. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, just like, how do you say no to that? How are you sitting there at work and you get this email like, "Hey, man, I'm going to I'm going to court. They might send me to prison, uh, for a." for a lifetime for killing this person, but I know I didn't do it because I was buying something at your store at that time. Can you please send me a receipt? Hey. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you die in rotten, <laughs> you rotten prison.
2: <laughs> a uh, spokesperson. I, I will say, Sorry, go ahead.
1: I will say the guy's memory is pretty good for him to remember four years later that the day that murder took place, he was buying a rental car.
2: Well, I mean, somebody accuses you of murder you you think right quick, right
0: yeah, you think <laughs> right quick,
1: well they accused him didn't they accuse him like four years later
2: um he was arrested in twenty fifteen for um unrelated something unrelated it says
1: yeah and the and the murder happened in two thousand eleven, yeah so it wasn't until 2015 that they started arresting him and coming after
0: uh if he was running a car i'm assuming something major happened on that day either his broke or he was on vacation
2: well a uh even if his broke
0: i I mean that is good memory
2: Uh, a spokesperson for hertz says that the company is deeply saddened (laughs) to learn of mr alfred's experience while we were unable to find the historic rental record from 2011, when it was requested in 2015, we continued our yeah. good faith efforts to locate it. With advances in data search in the years following, we were able to locate the rental records in 2018 and promptly
0: provided it. What, it, what, what, what? advances in data <laughs> search? What? Wait, wait, wait. So, in 15, they were asked to look again. Yeah. Sixteen, 15, they, they couldn't they find it. Look the first time. Seventeen, they couldn't find it. Eighteen, they find finally... it. <laughs> Eighteen, they stumble upon it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Just who did they have searching? The three blind mice, I guess. <laughs> oh my Lanta. <sighs> did he
1: get the extra insurance?
0: I, I he probably know. did, dude. When. When you get a rental car, you always get the insurance so you can beat the hell out of it. (laughs) You do, so you can fly around and not even care. I've only
2: rented once in my life, so I I don't really know.
0: No? No. Oh, dude, rental cars are fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You don't care about them. Mm.
1: There there is a certain point in your mind where you're like, yeah, this isn't my personal car.
0: All right. Woo! Let's beat this up. I don't got to change the oil. (laughs) oh well You'd drive certain cars that you
1: normally wouldn't <laughs> hey let me get a hummer you know i normally drive a prius let me get a hummer today right
0: we'll drive a hummer right no dude my favorites are going to get in a big sports car like there's <laughs> <laughs> only a little extra. share rent their sweet cars anyways might as well rent and have that for a fun vacation
2: yeah. <laughs> I think that's all of the
0: stories that we have. Oh, we finished a whole menu? Yeah, we did. We ate our whole plate. We did. I'm proud of us. Uh, before we get al- we, uh with yeah, you guys... Yeah, before, before we leave the table mm-hmm. and we uh, get done with our session here...
2: If, if you like our content and you want to see more or you want to follow us, we are available on Facebook at The Lunch Table, on Twitter at P.A. Lunch Table and on instagram and tiktok at reynolds lunch table one word um you can feel free to comment or share please share oh (laughs) please share (laughs)
0: yes spread spread us like a mold yeah (laughs) uh Uh, if if
2: there's some content that you want to see see us uh cover on the show feel free to send it to us
0: yeah uh no guarantees we'll cover it yeah but i'll definitely i'll at least if it's bad, I'll make fun of you for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, just shoot your shot. We don't bite unless nah, you want us uh, to. We bite. We bite. But it's <laughs>
0: it's, it's like a puppy bite. You'll yeah. forgive us. Uh, so, uh, actually, is that all? Is that all we have? Any other news, boys? Right, I think that's it. Well, that's it for me. okay. Well, as always, thanks for stopping. It's never that much fun here. b <laughs> Light up. <laughs>